0: Today's episode is brought to you by Tenacity. The Tenacity founders have a lifetime of experience in healthcare and the food service industry. And in 2016, they provided Middle Tennessee State University with a $2.5 million grant to study the hemp plant and its all natural benefits. Tennessee's CBD plus CBDA is amazing, and it's twice as good as CBD alone. They have a full range of products that can help you find the product in the form that's right for you. They have topicals, salves, sports sticks, soft gels, gummies, and tinctures are all available. Their customer reviews are their best stories. If you have time and are interested, read their reviews on their website to see how their products are changing people's lives. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Try Tenacity products for 30 days, and if you don't love it, they will give you a full refund. Go to tenacity.com and use code ACP to get off at checkout. That's T-A-N-A-S-I dot com to get 25% off your first order when you use promo code ACP. All set for your flight? Yep, I've got everything I need. iMass, neck pillow, T-Mobile, headphones. Wait, As together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I want to talk about facing anxiety head on. And what I'm talking about here is using exposure to build confidence. Claire Weeks was the queen of this, and she is known for saying things like, Do not run away from fear. Analyze it and see it as no more than physical feelings. And feelings are not facts. Do not be bluffed. And she also would say, be occupied. Do not lie in bed brooding. Be occupied calmly, not feverishly, trying to forget yourself. And I love those ideas from Claire Weeks. I wish that I had been able to read her books when I was struggling. I did not know about her work or her at all when I was in my days down the wormhole. I had a lot of different things that I read and researched and looked for, but you know, back in those days, there there was no internet. There was no Google you could only get the information that you could get. And so what, how did I know about this woman halfway around the world and her books? They weren't in my bookstore, or my library, because believe me, I was finding everything I could on the subject. So Dale Carnegie also has some good ideas on this. And he was quoted as saying, inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage." if you want to conquer fear, do not sit home and think about it. Go out and get busy. Whoa. Well, that would be like a marriage made in heaven, right? Claire Weeks and Dale Carnegie. I'm telling you, this is so important that when we are down the wormhole. We're already tired from being anxious. We have all kinds of symptoms and sensations. Our brain is thinking way too fast about too many things that don't even matter. And now we got Claire Weeks and Dale Carnegie telling us that we should be occupied, that we shouldn't be lying in bed brooding. No, that's absolutely right. But you don't want to be occupied feverishly, as Claire Weeks would say, trying to forget yourself. No, you're not running from the devil because you know, you're know you not white knuckling it, pushing your way through. No, you want to have action that breeds confidence and courage. So don't sit home thinking about these things, go out and get busy. And I know Claire Weeks talks in her books also about meaningful work doing something that is important to you and actually using your hands get your hands in the dirt in the garden whatever but get out and get busy we can gain great insight for healing anxiety panic from both claire weeks and dale carnegie dale carnegie's insightful quote highlights the fundamental principle that inaction can perpetuate fear and doubt while taking action can nurture confidence and courage. And this concept is particularly relevant when considering how practicing exposure can lead to healing your anxiety and panic. So if we were to continue with this idea and build on it, along with the notion of making a commitment to healing and challenging the anxiety story by not running away or distracting, let's do that. Let's see how far we can go with this. The first step in healing your anxiety and panic is acknowledging the issue and making a firm commitment to overcome it. You know, this like taking initiative and committing to healing, not being willy nilly about it or, oh, okay, today I feel good. So I don't need to do anything that I normally was doing to get myself to this place where I feel good. <laughs> we all do it. But I'm here to remind you that that's not the way out. You got to keep that commitment because a commitment is a proactive decision to take control of your emotional well-being and not let anxiety define your life. It aligns with Dale Carnegie's emphasis on taking action rather than dwelling on fear. But boy, isn't that exactly where we go when we are anxious? We have that one little loony thought and we go, oh my God, here we go. Why did I think that? What's going on? What does that mean? And then You can feel it in your body, your belly. You get the butterflies in your belly or you can feel the adrenaline rush and then your body is involved and that is also going to jump up and tell the brain, yes, Houston, we have a problem and we have to send out some more stress hormones. And then the cycle has begun. So action can be one of the things we do to interrupt the anxiety, fear, adrenaline, more fear cycle. We can also challenge the anxiety story. Anxiety often stems from distorted or irrational thought patterns. Sometimes we refer to this as the anxiety story. And this story consists of negative beliefs and catastrophic predictions about the future which can keep you stuck in the anxiety and avoidance cycle. To conquer fear, we must actively challenge and reframe this anxiety story. We can use exposure, going out and facing the fear, as a tool for challenging the anxiety story. Exposure therapy provides a structured and methodical way for you to confront the elements of the anxiety story. It encourages you to go out and get busy by exposing yourself to the situations, thoughts, or sensations that trigger your anxiety or panic attacks. And I want to tell you, when you have been struggling with anxiety for a long while, you actually don't need to make a list of things that you got to go out and try to do. Life will present these options for you. That is the very first place to start. That means living life, not being in bed and pulling the covers up over your head. You want to get out and get busy by exposing yourself to life. Now, if you are working with a therapist, they may do some exposure therapy with you, but you can do this on your own with your regular life because it's often the things in our regular life that we are running away from or we are avoiding. We're making up a story why we can't do them and we don't need to do that. We can face them. As Claire Weeks said, do not run away from fear. Because those feelings that you're having are not facts. They are feelings. Do not be bluffed, as she said. So exposing ourselves to our regular life and running into things that scare us or cause our fear to rise, it encourages us each time we face it and we get through it. And we can do it again. We want to remember each time that we have done one of those exposures, so to speak. We were out in life. We were doing what we needed to do. Maybe it was picking the kids up from a party and you had to drive on that highway that you've been avoiding and you did it. Please celebrate that moment. Keep that in your back pocket for the next time you have to go driving. We here at ACP and our group coaching, we celebrate these things because we often downplay it ourselves. Well, I just did that. I should have been doing that for the last 10 years. No, it is a moment to say, I did it. Yay for me. I got through it. It was okay. We want to acknowledge it and carry it in our back pocket as a little pat on the back to ourselves so that we have the ability to do it again. We have the confidence and the courage, as Dale Carnegie said. That action that we took breeds confidence and courage. So get out and get busy, as he said. Today's episode is brought to you by the Say More Podcast. We want to recommend the Say More Podcast, where in a special series, Boston Globe columnist Shirley Leong is opening up the conversation about stress and burnout to help listeners feel less alone and inspired to get help. She connects with an array of experts like Krista Tippett, who tells us how to find meaning and stillness in modern life and shares her own journey to finding silence and moments of peace. And Emily Nagoski on the ways stress lives in the body, the social pressures that make it worse, and how meaningful the quest to releasing stress can be. Plus, Kale Newport, on how to be more productive and creative in an overstimulating world. The series uses medical science, social science, and philosophy to answer deep questions about how stress works on our bodies and our minds. And you'll come away with concrete strategies to work better and live better. Listen to Say More wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. And you know, by supporting our sponsors, you're supporting us. So if you are interested in using Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, please visit happymammoth.com and use promo code ACP for 15% off your first order. Thanks for supporting us by supporting our sponsors. If you're going through menopause, perimenopause, and you just really don't feel like yourself right now, or if you are done with menopause, but you're still feeling like you have some of the hot flashes or racing thoughts and low moods, or still having trouble with your sleep, hormone harmony is the thing for you. Hormone harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts that are called adaptogens. I'm a big fan of herbal adaptogens because they help the body to adapt to stressors such as chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. I'm excited to give Hormone harmony, a try myself. So, for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com by using code ACP at checkout. That's happymammoth.com with code ACP. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. We want to confront the fear head on. And that's what exposure therapy is all about. It guides you to confront your fears directly and intentionally rather than avoiding them. And so by doing this, we learn that the perceived threat is often exaggerated and that we can cope with the anxiety or panic responses that arise. And this process aligns with Carnegie's idea of taking action to build confidence and courage. And we want to remember this, that the idea of doing the scary thing is often exaggerated in our mind. We mull it over and over, and it just gets bigger and bigger. And then when we have to do it, because often these are things that we cannot avoid all the time. It's like, oh, that wasn't bad at all. It was the build up to it. It was us thinking about it, losing sleep over it. That was so horrible feeling, not the actual doing. We want to replace our fear with new experiences You know, as we begin to engage in repeated exposures, we're out there, we're doing our, let's keep going on driving, so to speak, driving on that highway, and we do it again, we begin to accumulate a new set of experiences that actually contradict the anxiety story. Because it's that anticipatory anxiety, that story anxiety that really gets us. When we're on the highway driving, yes, it's uncomfortable. I get it. I've been there. I still have to sometimes do things that are very uncomfortable for me, but they don't scare me to death. They don't scare me into not doing anything anymore in life. Those days are gone because I know what is coming up are feelings and that feelings as Claire Weeks said, are not facts. And I will not be bluffed. (laughs) So we gather evidence from our challenges, from facing the fear that our negative beliefs are not true, and that the fear is a lot of buildup in our minds in that story. And over time, these new experiences that we carry in our back pocket for evidence can gradually replace the old anxious narratives with more realistic and positive narratives. The story begins to change, but it doesn't change until we have these new experiences. And we don't have the new experiences if we stay home with the covers over our head. We don't have to do it all at once. We just take a little step out. I've worked with people that were working on getting out the front door and they can do it. Eventually we get to the end of the driveway. It's okay. That's where you are. That's all right. You won't be there forever, but we don't change until we face the fear and give ourselves those new experiences that is when the story begins to change. So in the process of exposing ourselves, we acquire coping strategies to manage anxiety and panic, and we empower ourselves with this. These strategies can include relaxation techniques, mindfulness, deep breathing, reframing, etc. by applying these kinds of tools that you have learned you build your confidence and your ability to handle and be with anxiety-provoking situations without adding more fear. And that is the key. I know you hear me say this all the time, but we want to be out there and living, and we are going to be in anxiety-provoking situations. But once we have some of that confidence and our stories beginning to change, we can handle those situations without adding more fear. And that's the key. We do it, and maybe it's uncomfortable, but we don't blow it up. We don't pour gasoline on that little tiny ember that was ready to go out because we understand it. A lot of this comes from just understanding. And now the act of facing your fears and successfully managing anxiety triggers during your exposure exercises, or that's a fancy way of saying being out there living your life, instills a sense of resilience and confidence in you. It demonstrates that you have the capacity to overcome your anxiety and live your life more fully. Isn't that what we all want? And when we do it, when we face the fear and we have a success, we got that one in our back pocket. And that is going to demonstrate that we have the capacity to overcome our anxiety and live our life fully. We want a gradual progress here. It doesn't happen overnight, but our healing and our progress are gradual. So be kind to yourself go at a turtle pace. I move through life like a turtle. I'm just, everything is kind of slow. (laughs) And that's okay, because I get it done. Exposure therapy is often a gradual, very slow process. But through you getting out there and living your life, exposing yourself to all that your life has for you, and you take these little incremental steps, you can make significant progress in healing. With each successful exposure or life experience, you are chipping away at the foundations of your fear, ultimately leading to healing and reduced reliance on avoidance behaviors. And we've all had them in our lives so don't feel bad, but they'll go away. You won't need to avoid forever because those avoidance behaviors only keep the anxiety, panic, embers glowing, waiting to burst into flames yet again. So here's what I want you to try. First off, I want you to commit to combining your commitment to healing with the principles of exposure therapy or living your life as we've talked about here today. And then I want you to actively confront your anxiety with curiosity. You're not going to be hard on yourself. You're going to confront your anxious feelings, your anxious avoidance with curiosity and challenge the story that holds you back, gradually replacing fear with confidence and courage. This proactive approach empowers you to see anxiety and panic in a less threatening light, allowing you to lead a more fulfilling, peaceful, and anxiety-free life. I hope today's show was helpful for you. I have been in your shoes, and I totally understand what it feels like to think, wait a minute, everything has me scared right now. I don't think I can do anything. You can. Find the smallest step possible and do it. Life will tell you what to do next. Something will come up in your life. Someone wants you to go somewhere that you would normally back out of. Think about it. Think about today's show and say, I'm going to experiment today and say, yes, I'm going to experiment today and go. It may not be perfect. It may be ugly and messy, but you can do it. And even if it is a total flop, you had a success because you changed your story by saying yes, by making a change. And that is a nice, small step forward. I love being here with you guys, and I'll be back before you know it. And now for today's quote. The essence of recovery is the gradual reduction of anxiety and the return of self-confidence. And that's from Claire Weeks. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.